Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for coming back. This is episode number 232, quarantine edition. Ladies and gentlemen, we are sitting down with Rebecca, who's coming to us from the Sommelier of Wine and Spirits Guild. She is very, very much like an us, an advocate for the local community. More particular, she's in the bar and wine uh, industry. And so it is kind of really great to have someone with her particular expertise come in tell us what we can do to help those in need because the wine spirit industry is somewhat of the industry that got hit on top of everything else we want to make sure that we are providing specific areas to help and what people need and you know things like that so it was really great to kind of talk about that but also you know what she herself is doing to kind of pivot and change is also necessary to understand you know there's a lot of people doing a lot of different things right now and so we want you guys to be up to date and understand where they're coming from how they're doing it and what it needs next from you the actual community who provides them with the income and everything like that so please stay with us help us understand and get through this difficult time i've kind of have the saying of like the only way past this is through this so we're going to get through this together and i will provide you what i can uh with the information that i have so i'm very excited to say we actually have some events for our community corkboard but before we can do that we have to jump into a little bit of the business side you can hear every episode of finding arizona podcast at our pod, at our actual website www.findingarizonapodcast.com there you'll get pictures um some write-ups places links that you can go to make sure that you're clicking on those links because it helps them out on top of which there is a blog and a newsletter that you guys can go check out the newsletter is a little bit more of the uh, official side of our podcast you'll understand what's going on week to week any of the personal events from our friends that they want to post on there we are also throwing up different things on the actual blog which the blog is a little bit more of the personal side of Brittany and I we we write up things for our um, own lives and we write up things to interest us. And so I am very excited to say that this uh, latest blog post was things that we were wanting to help with the local community, things that we are supporting ourselves in this time of crisis. So go check it out. It is a fun one. We work very hard to put those five different er- like five different local places together. On top of which, I'm very excited to say that we are working diligently to try and make sure that these episodes come out through Skype and through any other means that we can. We're practicing the social distancing. There's a lot going on behind the scenes, but we also want you guys to feel like you're a part of it. So thank you again for all of you listening. if you want to become a super fan, you can. It's patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. That helps support us and try and make this place and this you know whole podcast a little bit better. That there you can become a super fan by all the bonus content that we provide for you there. Um, there's a actual bonus podcast called Fine Examination. 50 questions that we fill up with every guest who come through our door. So become a super fan by going over to Patreon and go support us there. Last but not least, we are going 
going to jump into my favorite part of the intro. That is the community court board. Any local events that you have coming up, please send it over our way. We want to help support the local community and you can do so by sending an email to findingarizonapodcast at gmail.com. There we will shout you guys out and into this community court board as the following. The local first Arizona buddies of ours and episode previous episode of ours have started to put on a local webinar and it's really cool because this webinar is definitely something for those who want to you know pivot or continue to make strides in the local community and understand who's working with uh local first but also who's in their local community business wise that they can support so that being said, we want to promote one of their latest webinars, April 15th. That webinar is going to be how to grow and sustain your business, not our business, but the actual word is our business, um, our businesses in difficult times. So I'm very excited to promote this local first is a, a nonprofit local uh, place for business owners to go to for resources, for other opportunities. They are one of the first to advocate for a grant for local businesses here in Phoenix. So I encourage you guys to go check that out. Next up is the virtual pride kickoff. Uh, through the Mr. and Mrs. Phoenix Pride uh, pageant. That is going to take place today at 12 p.m. Uh, that's going to be online. So I encourage you guys to go check that out. That's going to be fun. And I love how a lot of things are just switching and pivoting over to just virtual and doing it through uh, Facebook Live or any other means of um, live broadcasting. I'm very excited for every piece of content that is now pivoting towards live uh, broadcast. Next and last but not least, the Storytellers Project is another pivot that they're going towards live. So this um, episode for this, from the Storytellers Project is going live and be streaming April 2nd, I believe. And uh, I encourage you guys to go check it out. It is it is a fun um experience to go to one of these these storyteller projects are so beautiful and the way they put them together is so incredible so this is brought to you by usa today i encourage you guys to go check it out it is a very fun um uh, a very fun project that they put together so again go check it out i've got the information from um, my facebook events that is the storyteller project La that is the last piece of events going on for the community court board for us if you have more please send it our way again finding arizona podcast at gmail.com i will shout you guys out i know that there's a lot going on please 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 send it our way we just want to be a resource for all of you and last but not least guys before i go like subscribe to anything that you're listening to it helps not even my podcast, but it helps everyone. Um, this is very much the time. I know a lot of you probably switching away from podcasts, but I encourage you guys. We are doing as much as we can to help support the local community and giving us a like and subscribe doesn't really do anything for me. I'm going to keep continuing to do this. It is for every single individual like Rebecca, who is coming in to help share a story, tell, tell their own story and help others. So this is episode 232 of the Fighting Arizona podcast. I will catch you on the next one. Please stay safe. Wash your hands. Now, encouraging you to wear masks. Um, again, we will get this. We will get through this together. I will see you on the next one. Catch you later. 
What is it you do and why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a combo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Dokey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Every week we bring in someone very special and today is no different. I want to just cut right into it. She is a sommelier. She's so much. You are so many things, but I'm going to let you introduce yourself and uh, we're going to get into it because today you're not here really to um, advocate for your own business, but you're really here to advocate for so many things going on in the universe today and what's been going around the world you're here to advocate for others and you're here to like promote and educate those who are in need right now right it's always about education and good evening everybody my name is rebecca devaney i am the owner and an educator of the psalm school which is a wine and spirits education facility in Old Town Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. We offer certification programs for the world's largest wine and spirit education body, WSET, the Wine and Spirit Education Trust. Yes, and we actually um, just kind of putting all the dots together. Brittany and I actually took your intro course. You did. How did you like it? <laughs> I did. I really did enjoy it. It Good. was a lot of fun and I learned a lot. I I have to say I learned so much from you and just kind of the way you go about it is very free form, but it's also you're direct in where your the line of education seeks through, but you're not there to kind of really push the hard because it's really for the intro is like a lot of fun. It is even level. You did the level one, which is the intro. It's intended to be just a a one day or a six hour program if you're including the examination time. Level two does get uh, into the nitty gritty, but mm-hmm. again, that's a suitable program for enthusiasts <laughs> and industry employees as well. Yeah. And I think from both Brittany and I's perspective, it was a fun, like we went to the class in the evening time. You were you were very fun in the education process. There are props. There are um, all sorts of goodies in between. We get to taste and also educate ourselves through the course and it was just for us, I think, from my perspective, too, I'm a very, very love and adore education. And so if I can find a teacher who I can just really soak in information from and have fun with it, I'm on board. So you made it very fun. Well, thank you. And that is a very entertaining class. And you're right. There's props. You'll learn the basics, fermentation. And yep. there's that food pairing element. And I love the food pairing element because we actually used it for our wedding. Oh, did you really? Yeah. So a little bit after your course, we got married in October, um, like middle of October. And so that was just 
you know, a fun way of like, you know, educating us and how we could pair things together. Oh, good. That's wonderful to hear. Yeah, we had a whole board and everything. And Brittany kind of told her, um, her mom and her her mom and I guess her mom's best friend put the board together just kind of for us to have as like they wanted to do it for us. And so Brittany kind of educated them on what she learned. Oh, and so it was fun. That's that's delightful to hear. I'm glad. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. just really all in all, I would say for anyone, it's a very fun, fun course to take. And so oh, good. Yes. <laughs> Thank um, you. And so right now, what I want to kind of get into is right now today is let me pull out my phone um march 26 it's a thursday it's uh-huh. in the evening time and so we're in the midst of um covid 19 and a lot Correct. of um things are going on these days and so you had emailed us um about what's been going on in your universe and how you kind of um are now advocating and educating others right well sommelier Um, education aside, I have been a lobbyist on behalf of the hospitality industry for years. And um, it's it's sad. There's millions out of work right now. And Mm -hmm. especially the hospitality industry has been so greatly affected by it. Yeah, for sure. So that's definitely impacted the restaurant songs and I received a a call just yesterday from a local wine rep and 10 lost their jobs. There's a lot of people out of work right now. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that I think slowly we'll start to hear and see through our own community. Um, And I've had to kind of internally talk with Brittany about what we're trying to do for the people who've actually come on our episode and are the small business owners and And I have thought my way of doing that is doing episodes like this where we can educate others on how to support one another and uh, what steps that, um, you know, everyone are taking to help keep them either in the business and being vital to the world or um, pivots that they're doing to help keep their business alive. Right. And the Psalm School, we are um, among many that have a temporary closure because of the coronavirus, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And you were, you told us in the email you were hoping for July, late July? Or? It, uh, we're just waiting day by day. Yeah. WSET Corporate uh, limited their exam support for us. And oh. um, we're just being respectful for what everyone recommends with social distancing right now (laughs) and and playing it safe. But you're right. We need to support one another as a community. So when we do reopen, we've always offered scholarships to those in the industry Mm -hmm. that want to further their education, but can't afford to do so. So that's one thing. And there's other companies around town, such as Crescent Crown Distributing, Mm -hmm. who actually have contributed to a $50,000 rescue fund for workers that are out of business right now. Yeah. But um, the small business owners need to be aware of this and reach out to the Arizona Licensed Beverage Association Mm -hmm. by April 30th. So your names can be put into this relief fund. Yeah. Oh, wow. So how do they reach out? Uh, contact the, the, well, you're welcome to contact me, mm-hmm. uh, info at spiritsum.com and okay. I can, I can refer you to the awesome. right channels or you can go, you, 
if you are a SOM or someone who works in a restaurant that's out of work, mm-hmm. it's also easy just to go to your employer yeah. and then they can go to the Arizona Licensed Beverage Association. That would be a good place to start. Awesome. But there's there's also some trade organizations that are helping the National Restaurant Association. There's there's a handful mm-hmm. of different funds available. How how have you personally been affected by just what's been going on? I know off air we've talked about your um you know affinity for helping elderly or and, or yeah, you, people in yeah, general yeah, yeah people in general yes but it's like the your parents that's what i was getting at yes yes, yes. um are you are, you're working you know how are you housing them or what are you guys no, up to no i'm i'm adamantly running the errands mm-hmm. for yeah. them so they don't have to be exposed yeah. right now are they like in and out of like running out of things or are they living day by like, day or like just... anybody is I yeah. think that they are and and I've offered to uh, I have I'm in a neighborhood of elderly people so yeah. I have I have a mass text list when it's airing time to yeah. reach out and say who needs something that's awesome and was that something in you know where does that kind of um you know, that appreciation and love stem from? Was that something instilled into you from like your early childhood? Oh, I think, um, well, elderly, I, I have a soft spot for elderly. I was raised with much older generations. In fact, I uh, just a week ago returned from a, a trip. My great grandmother passed. She oh, was I'm the so oldest sorry. person in Texas. She, Holy moly. She, she was just short of her 111th birthday. So it's, it's a celebration, but um, celebration of yes. life for sure. But, but I definitely have um, a lot of compassion for all Absolutely. different generations. So, oh my gosh, yeah. stories from that I woman. Know. Yes. Can you give us one that, like, maybe like a knickknack that she may have had, like, lying well, around? Well, what I like to say is not so much a knickknack, but uh, her maiden name was Bailey, and she married a coffee. So she's the original <gasps> coffee in Bailey. Mind awesome. blown. Wow. Awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I love but that. Aside from that, she did missionary work in Bangladesh and traveled the world. So it was really mm. monumental for someone of her time to have yeah. accomplished those things yeah so it's so amazing and kind of like incredible that those stories you know i've always said it's like you don't get that every day it's like no no, like no one would have asked that or known that from you know just offhand or even knowing you personally like they probably wouldn't have known what your grandma or how old she was so i'm really glad that you got to to say that right now um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, because I saw it in your, um, I think on your Instagram, you went to Spain and you went through a little ordeal over there. I did. Um, yes, I wound up with Campylobacter. So it, n- nothing that was contagious. It's just a foodborne yeah. pathogen that I'm I'm fairly sure I got from, Such a specific from name. Raw, raw smoothies every day. Ah. But yes, I did wind up in the hospital system in oh, no. Spain and... In Madrid, it was a hospital that was a, a private hospital, and it was five star. Wow, incredible! So like I was my just my heart getting, goes out to everyone. Yeah, I was just right now. curious about like asking that because I knew that 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 trip was happening, and you were there participating in Sherry Week. And can you give us a yes, little info yes. on that? Yes, Sherry Educator Week, and I. Um, 
I, I fell ill during Sherry Week <laughs> because of that foodborne. Yeah. But um, the uh, the consulate, the consejo of, that handles Sherry Wine, mm-hmm. puts on an educational week for wine educators or those who specialize in Sherry mm-hmm. and the industry. And they certify them to be Sherry education specialists. Huh. That's really cool. Yeah. And well, the, the the reason why I asked that because I remember I think we had the discussion in class that you had just recently or like or planned to go about to go about to go point, yeah right? and so it's just really cool to see the the dots connect yeah it's really fun and actually I'm starting a a charity fundraiser for the island of Madeira it's oh, a Portuguese yes. island Can get into that so I'm working with some of the producers there and um a charity organization over there and we're developing the exact same education certification for madeira wine okay awesome was that something that um you kind of fell into like because how does one get into that i i've had the good pleasure of visiting madeira back in october november okay and i fell in love with it yeah and they are not accustomed to many visitors from North America, so they were <laughs> delighted <laughs> to, awesome. to have a visit from someone from America. But they could use the publicity. Not many people are familiar with Madeira wine or mm-hmm. even the island of Madeira. Awesome. Was um, So is that, my ask, is it Spanish or Portuguese or what are you? It's Portuguese. Okay. Mm-hmm. And is your Portuguese well enough? Oh no, to speak? no, it's, it's not. But in Funchal, the the capital mm-hmm. in Madeira, the main city, it's very easy to get along speaking English. Okay, I was just curious because it just like there's so there's so many layers to it when especially you're dealing with you know going out of the country to you know start something like this or start any business. It's the, not easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm working with someone that's helping with the interpreting right now That's so awesome. i do have a, a translator although it, it's easier for for the portuguese to understand me via email because <laughs> they're all used to british yeah. english yeah. so oh. they don't understand my I'm, accent I'm, it's difficult american english okay. is way different, it's different. <laughs> looking for a meaningful baby shower gift or perhaps a new bedtime story that shares a message of love with your kids For listeners who are moms or moms-to-be, or if you have a mom, mother figure, or mom friends, we've got the perfect gift for you to give your kids or the mom in your life. A hardcover illustrated book, The Color of Mother, is written by Arizona author Chelsea Young as a tribute to moms to acknowledge them for who they are while showing kids they are loved. The Color of Mother is a story for children up to age 10 that encourages creativity, helps them express their feelings, and teaches a lesson of gratitude, and is a token of appreciation for moms of any age or any stage of motherhood. Order your signed copy for $24.99 at coloreverything.love. That's dot L-O-V-E. The price includes a custom message, shipping, and a portion of the proceeds will be donated to Amanda Hope Rainbow Angels. It's a Phoenix nonprofit that helps children and parents battling pediatric cancer. You can find a full list of places to purchase The Color of Mother, including 10 Phoenix area stores. 
and order your copy at coloreverything.love. Little, little looser on the terms, loose. You know what? It's really funny that um, no one re realizes that we speak in a lot of like uh, what are sayings and things like that, like sayings that we normally commonly slang, slang yes. that's used only here in America, like things like um, I don't even know off the top of my head, just like universal slangs that we kind of just normally toss around that people would not at all understand outside this country. Yes. Well, and that that applies whether it's English or a, a foreign language mm -hmm. country. Yeah. I mentioned WSET, the Wine and Spirit Education Trust, and they're London based. So I've ah. I've spent a lot of time in London <laughs> and even even in London, they have a hard time understanding me and, and vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> It's a I, different I, world. <laughs> it's such a different mm -hmm. world. I went there for two weeks during the Olympics during that time. I was there then too. Oh, yeah, awesome. That was, that was a zoo, wasn't it? It was a zoo. It was crazy. And um, so we were kind of there. I was there for graduate school, just kind of like seeing the sights. And I was there for design school. So mm -hmm. we were like kind of seeing the sights. And we got caught up in the parade that was uh, for the, you know, champ, like for their team. And so that was fun getting lost in that zoo of like people and just it was an all around good time. I definitely agree with you. It's very fun there. Yeah, it is. It's a, a good place. <laughs> um, so give us a little bit of um, your hopes kind of going forward with the Madero and how that might progress along, especially with the time being affected with the, the time period right now. Well, luckily, I'm in no rush and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mot do. motivated. So mm -hmm. we'll, I think we're all just um, waiting out this um, tragic storm right now. So how are your was, colleagues over there? Um, the people you're working with. They're sorry. just they're waiting and they're all devastated. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's some really strong generational bonds mm -hmm. when it comes to the European culture. So they're. They're yeah. taking this really seriously, and oh, I bet. we're just waiting it out and hoping for the best. And yeah, and mental health is huge right now. So as like a work from home individual, I mean, Jose and I can't really speak on that behalf at this moment. So what are some things that you do to fill your time and fill your brain with good things as opposed to what's out there? How do you keep that positivity and kindness? Because that's, that's so much that radiates from e you. Oh, thank you. I'm always future thinking. Mm -hmm. So I just use this time to perfect the number of workshops that we have. Mm -hmm. So uh, just planning the wine, making those things better, and really just planning. I'm always someone that on the a daily basis I'm I'm short time so I find there myself having having go. a little more <laughs> positive time to plan for these things yeah. so I'm feeling um, of course heartbroken for sure. for everything going on in the world but extremely motivated because it's in my nature to mm -hmm. step up and, and yeah, help absolutely. and see that give it my lining. best yeah. right what has been kind of your routine now that you're kind of switching into the advocacy mode what are some of the routines now that you're home and kind of pulling that all those kind of needle threads together what are you doing on a daily basis getting up in the morning in your routine 
Okay, my routine, I all, speaking of mental health, I live in um, a neighborhood where I can walk through the park every day. Aww, so beautiful. beautiful. So, Very but, beautiful. But that's whether or not there's a, a pandemic going right. on or not, mm-hmm. that's how I spend Good. the morning. Beautiful. Um, there's with the wine school there's a huge planning element to classes as you said there's a lot of props so there's there's (laughs) things to plan there's wine there's always something to order something to print Mm -hmm. so that time now has been spent uh, participating in webinars with these industry task forces and just just planning the next best thing Mm -hmm. so the the fundraisers and there's other organizations that I'm involved in that are just getting a little more of my time right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now we're running out of snacks. Are you running out of wine? Or are you running out of anything in particular? <laughs> no, I, I'm someone that enjoys happy hours. So okay. believe yeah. it or not, instead of wine at the the cocktail hour, mm-hmm. it's cocktail hour. So Aww. now I have I have a nice little supply of that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you, it's five o'clock every day yes. now. Yes, yeah. but I did bring... You guys. Yeah, tell us about what you brought Yeah, tell us a little bit. I'll tell you. So one of my students, Rick Salmon, Mm -hmm. works for this. um, This is one of the labels that that they carry with with his company. So Beautiful. um, Hopefully they're doing well, but it's Double Lariat. So a Napa cab that's Mm. delicious. I can recommend it. So we can say thank you to to Rick Salmon. Thank you, Rick. Cheers. Cheers to him. I wanted to nerd out with you because in your email you had brought up. Let me see if I can say this. Celosivin? No. No. The the yeast strain. Yeah, the yeast strain. Yes, that I'm a complete nerd and don't (laughs) ask me about the caramyces. Caramyces. I know. That's what it was. What is that? It's just a yeast. Hey, you guys should remember you took the one. Oh no, we didn't get into that. All all I taught you is that. Yeast consumes. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. but you had sure. mentioned the 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 term. Oh, I think you did. You had mentioned yeah. the term and how you were a nerd about it, but we never talked like oh, more yeah. about and it. And it's but, it's not just yeast, but I am. It's that's just one of those. Don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> that's fun. I just it's so fascinating because everyone kind of has their trigger and like button mm-hmm. that they can just kind of dive deep in, and it's one of those things too. It's like it's fun to to see the passion behind it too because mm-hmm. for me i'm like that about podcasting and about certain other things too but it's like i love kind of if someone wants to go in it we'll go in it we'll go dive deep and you know i don't know much about yeast other than what we've learned so far from um what's the show that we watch the um, good eats good from eats alton brown from alton brown it's the same thing it's like he kind of mentions it as the yeasts are burping it's like chemistry okay yeah, yeah. baking. Yeah. And he's correct. In class, I, I tell you, so you can remember with ease, that the yeast consumes the sugar yeah. and it, it pees alcohol and farts carbon dioxide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the nerd in me, the, the carbon dioxide is actually coming out of the yeast urinary tract system. So <laughs> it's just one of those things, don't get me started. That's but right. I think right now um, people could be doing a lot of home fermentations. Yeah. So. It probably wouldn't wouldn't hurt to know a little bit about yeast. Mm-hmm. Make your own wine. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I ask what's stopping you from starting your own winery? Like wine, well, have like you your ever own. Ever heard? Well, 
time, number one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that my energies I'd rather put into other endeavors. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. But have you ever heard of how to make a small fortune? No. Start with a large one. <laughs> ah, that's a good saying. Where'd you learn that from? Is that just something you picked up? I think I owe that one to my dad. Nice. Aww. Shout out, dad. I, you know, and yeah. it's really great. Like, because I, you know, I'm just so curious about someone who's so passionate about what they do, like wine. Mm-hmm. And the particulars that it does take to make this is, you know, a, a dime a dozen. Like, there, I mean, like... No, not a diamond does it. A very p- certain kind of individual to make wine. Yes. And so I just like, because you're so passionate about it, it's like you, I was like, I would buy a bottle from you if you had your own vineyard. Well, you, <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there, there's an art form to it. Of course, there's bulk wine and yeah. you, you've seen me laugh at white zinfandel but <laughs> yes i have seen you i have seen you laugh at yeah, it but there there's an art and passion behind real wine and yeah yeah a heart and soul that goes into the growing aspect mm-hmm. of the the viticulture and down to the, like the yeah. the moisture level the temp like everything every right. little nuance to it and it's it's just really like incredible that you have met all of these individuals and yet at the same time you were just like them that you know you want to help so much and i have learned that you know deep down inside i think we all want to just help someone or just want to help in our own little way absolutely um is there somewhere that you want people to go or at least know about to go straight to besides what you've already pitched or what you've already um, told us about the um, the other, I'm sorry, I'm spacing on the name of one of the websites you had mentioned already. If if they're out of work right now and yes, need assistance, if, yes. uh, and their employers could reach out to the Arizona Licensed Beverage That's Association. Saying, yes. And then there are national organizations like the National Restaurant Association. Okay. Um, I'm just, I'm so, I'm sorry. I just got distracted from Brittany taking photos. No, you're okay. I think I'm going to leave to Brittany to ask her one big question because we normally give Brittany a chance to do her big question. Mm -hmm. Well, it was kind of tying into that, you know, how the times right now, how can someone get involved and support you or support the restaurant and, and, and food and wine industry if they're not in it? I, I, for me, just, I per- personally don't need support. So the Dining Bond Initiative, okay. that's that's one thing that people can look into. Okay. So um, Dining Bond Initiative or Give Local, that's another organization oh, to okay. look up. Nice. And... There's also, as I mentioned, the National Restaurant Association mm-hmm. or the Arizona Licensed Beverage Association. <laughs> yes. So okay. that's that's my recommendation right awesome. now. Okay. And uh, do you recommend? Sorry to cut no. you. Do you recommend time, money, any like any specific ways that people can help? Like someone listening right now, what they can do with those associations. I'm, I'm sure you've heard the suggestion to buy gift cards from restaurants mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now. Um, it's 
it, it's of course difficult on the large corporations, but I, I know what it's like having been a bar owner yeah. to mm-hmm. run your own operation. There's a lot of overhead, so yeah. it's it's extremely difficult for the the mom and pop places. So mm-hmm. buy the gift cards, and mm-hmm. if you feel comfortable with the takeout, then continue to to buy the takeout because mm-hmm. it might make the difference of uh, staying afloat or mm-hmm. not. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll get through this. Yeah. And yeah. and of the employers that I am familiar with, they're mm-hmm. they're so eager to hold those jobs in place for the employees. Yep. So hopefully mm-hmm. when we rebound, then the mm-hmm. workforce and everyone affected can yeah. can be reemployed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Are you guys working I'm so sorry. Are you guys working at all with any other nonprofits in the area like Local First or any other initiatives that um support like um, advocacy for just small businesses in general? I'm a member of Local First, and I also do an annual fundraiser for Matthews Crossing Food Bank. Okay, awesome. So, I'm just curious because, like, that's who we kind of lean on to in this moment of need or in this moment of, like, crisis, too. We've worked with Local First, State 48, and just kind of some of these guys that we've known personally throughout the different conversations that we had in podcasting. And we're trying the best that we can. We just want to be able to say the same thing. We want to point them in the right direction. And thank you again for coming on and You're sharing. You're welcome. My pleasure. Yeah. And so is there any news or anything that you, before we leave you, before you head out, I don't want to leave anything untold on the table. No, I think we covered it. I I really appreciate having the opportunity to share some resources that hopefully might help the Psalms that are out of work and and those who do work in the restaurant industry and hospitality in general. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, uh, The Psalm School will plan to resume classes when we can and Mm -hmm. continue to offer the scholarships and the school is, um, as you have experienced, for enthusiasts also. So yeah, in absolutely. Fact, the enthusiasts usually do better on the exams than than <laughs> the, the industry. The it's industry true. It's true. They're just yeah, there for the pass fail and the other people. Like we were there, like we were like talking about. It's like we should go back for Zoom. yeah. Telling and so my family about it after it was amazing. But yeah. <laughs> we we could go into it, but normal see again. Yeah. Where, uh, for you personally and the school itself, please let everyone know where they can find you online and like any other events that you plan in the future, like anything like annually that you probably go to, um, that they can go support you at or even go see you at. Well, thank you. The what our website is spiritsom.com so two two m's mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, there's a calendar page that we update regularly okay we won't be updating it until we have a little more mm-hmm. a little better handle on on what's to come yeah. with closure closure rules right now mm-hmm. can i ask you one thing do you have a mantra or anything that you're kind of like leaning on towards spiritually to like kind of get you through this time because i know it's like I know it's hard and I know there's like things that we all kind of stress out about in our own way. That to me, that's such an easy question. I just throughout life, I feel that it's it's my duty and what I I want to do is just to to help others Mm -hmm. through 
through my skills and and what yeah. I have in place. So that that brings me joy. And yeah. that's the one thing yeah. I've learned about you today. Right now is that you are are so giving and so passionate about that that giving nature that I am so here for you in so many ways. So I want to I want everyone to not only support you but support your causes that you're here advocating for today. Um, thank you again for coming in. I really do appreciate it. And I know how much you're, um, you know, trying to help others, but let us help you by doing this episode Mm -hmm. and letting everyone hear your voice. So thank you again for coming in. You're welcome. Before we leave, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode that we have at our website, findingarizonapodcast.com. We also have a place where you guys can go check out. Uh, It's called uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast there. You will be able to support us, but we do have a way for you guys to get extra bonus content uh, there. You will sign up for that and we will provide you with a bonus, ep- a bonus episode or a bonus podcast that we call fine examination, 50 questions that we fill up with fun with every guest. If you would like, I would love to keep you around just for like 10, 15 minutes and we'll, we'll do the 50 questions with you really quick. Sure. Awesome. So catch that episode and we will see you guys on the next episode of Finding Arizona Podcast. Say goodnight, Brittany. Good night, Brittany. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Bye. Good night.